Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coach Show presented by your local Pick and Save Stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern. We're live at State Fair Park. It's the Nary Milwaukee Home and Remodeling Show. We're right at the end of aisle 600. If uh, you get a chance, come on by, say hello, be here for two hours. It is seating meeting Saturday. It's a fun day for some people. Not great for other people, but I got to tell you, for a guy like me, it's like Christmas. You know, you get up early, you take a look at the groupings, who they put where, why, try to figure out why they've done some of the things they've done. And I've invited a number of assistant coaches from around the area to join me. In the first hour, we've got uh, Dave Roosh, who has been, man, friends of his for a long time, lost touch a little bit with him, and now back. um, He is an assistant coach at Hartford. Coach, how you been? You look great. Uh, thank you. I've, you I've been feeling great. I'm uh, five years cancer-free now, so okay. which Praise is the Lord. why I uh, decided to get back into it. Good for you. You can only stay for a short time with us today because where are you going? You're getting on a bike? and We are doing a, a bike ride in memory of my wife's brother, okay. John, who died of a brain tumor. Man, I'm sorry to hear that. Dave, I apologize for I thought you were going to just get on the bike and have fun, but this isn't fun. It's good to see you um, feeling good about getting back into it, huh? Absolutely. It's yeah. been a joy, and to be 9-0 and is, I mean, that's a gift. It is. And our next guest, um, he is an assistant coach at Hartford, uh, Hartford at Homestead, and uh, he is also my son-in-law. He is uh, married to my lovely daughter, Katie. He's brought me three phenomenal grandsons and he's a good assistant coach at homestead uh john bonner john thanks for stopping by how you doing good yeah how are you doing today mike doing good you know um for the first time in a long time somebody other than homestead has won that conference and i talked to coach keel a couple days ago and he said look it's going to come to an end Mm -hmm. understand you know we're dealing with some issues here at homestead and we're hoping that we're going to be 100 percent healthy come playoff time and he said i don't Look, if we are, I'm not sure you want to play us come, come playoff time. Um, you guys beat Nicolay last night 14-7. Nicolay was fighting for their playoff lives. They're going to not, uh, not make the playoffs because of it. People looked at the score and said, boy, a little closer than maybe you think. But, again, after talking to Dave, you guys are just trying to get some kids healthy. Yeah, that's kind of what it is right now. You know, um, end of the season, you know, getting into the playoffs. And uh, Nicolay played us really hard last night. Um, I've only been coaching at Homestead for five years, um, but that's the hardest I've seen Nicolay play um, 
any team, uh, including us. So right. you have to give it to Al Maroder and uh, the staff over there. I agree. Um, and their kids are they, – they were out for – they want to get in the playoffs. There's, there's no doubt. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? Look, when you're Homestead and and Dave, you're going to agree, I think, with this. When you're when you're at a level that Homestead's been at for as many years as you can remember, you know you're in the playoffs. The last game is against Nicolay. Hard to get those kids ready for. I think for that game, up to play a team that they're used to beating pretty good at all levels, and then all of a sudden you're in a dogfight. And I don't know if high school kids can turn it on. You know, all of a sudden we got to turn out. We got to play. Hold on. What are we doing here? And and I think that that happens. It, it did. And and uh, I think with uh, high school kids, the biggest thing to try and get through to them is they get up in the morning just like you do. Right. I, I mean, I know their homestead or whatever the school or program is, but obviously deserve the reputation they have. But uh, they get up the same way. They do the same things you do. They're high school kids like you are. So you have to believe and and get after it look you were at Waukesha South for a long time had a lot of success in and then some lean years in what I think is the best football conference in the state of Wisconsin and I have that discussion with people and I get calls from the valley all the time going hold on a second what about us you're really good but you're not as good as that conference and when you're at Waukesha South Look, I used to tell people when when you were coaching there, if you were in any other conference, you would be qualifying for the playoffs almost every year. You guys were good, but in that conference, you might not have had enough talent to compete in that conference. So when a team like Nicolet or where it was Waukesha South near the end of your career there, you're going to compete against anybody. You don't care who it is. And if you're fighting for your playoff life, then surprise you that they played hard against Nick, against Homestead. Yeah, so that's again, it's a belief thing, and it's it's a job of the coaches to to get them believing that they can do it. And in high school football, anything can happen. Hey, let me stay with you, Dave. You were a head coach for how long? Twenty-four years. How was it for you to be an assistant? Was it an adjustment? It it is heaven. It's heaven because, I mean, it's it's a great staff at Hartford. Uh, John Redders is a fantastic leader. I get to coach with my nephew, Aaron Roosh, again. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and it's it's just been fun because you don't take on all the pressure that the head coach does. So to just be that guy, a position coach, and do everything you can for the program, yeah. is it's, it's wonderful. But I don't regret any year I was the head coach. I loved it. But there's a lot more on your plate than people may think. Are you still a, uh, a Guinness record holder? It's uh, the Dale Harder Book of World Records, and, yeah. and yes, I am. You are? Still and, hold and it. Can you tell us what you hold it for? It's uh, pull-ups. Pull-ups. How many? I did uh, 36 dead hang, so your body can't move. And at, at what age? I was 51 at the time. <laughs> can I ask how old you are now? I'm 59. Man, you look great. I'm just telling you. Good for you. Thank hey, you. And I'm glad that you're back. Yeah, when, when I got your text, because we had, had, had uh, you know what, I lost your number, you lost mine. We had it connected for a while, and we talked a lot back in the day. Oh, and uh, when I got your text, I was very happy. I didn't know you were back on the sidelines. Hey, John, you, you talked about being at Homestead five years. Prior to that, you were at Pewaukee and Brookfield Central. Correct, yeah. And when you, you kind of giggled when you said, when Dave said, look, being an assistant coach is like heaven. Yeah. Um, you have not been a head coach yet. I, is that something that you think you want to do one day? It's a possibility. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's out there. I, 
Um, I had done a head coaching stint at St. John's for track, right. and that's a different animal. Um, but I don't know. Uh, for right now, you know, kind of where I'm sitting at, I'm learning from the staff at Homestead. And I feel like everywhere I've been, um, I've learned something from the staff sure. around me um, to kind of grow into the coach that I am. So um, I, I'm okay staying where I'm at and being a position coach right now. Can we talk about that journey that you guys went on last year and, and won a state championship? Um, it was and, – and before you look forward, you got – you know, look back before you move forward. You, you guys – I surprised some people outside of that locker room, including a guy like me who mm-hmm. thought, okay, may, you know, is, is, is the conference down a little bit this year? Are they going to – have they played the kind of talent they're going to play when they get to level two, three, and four? And you guys, you guys took care of your business week after week after week. Did that surprise you at all that you guys won a state championship? You know, outside of the um, team and outside of the locker room, I think a lot of people were surprised – Yourself, like you said, Travis Wilson. Um, I was messaging him last night, and he was doing a live thing. And, right. and you know, uh, he even talked about how he's like, yeah, I should never bet against Dave Keel. And, uh, you know, the, I think the biggest thing is inside the locker room, um, I wasn't surprised. I don't think any of us were surprised. That group of kids was so cohesive. Um, they've worked together so hard. Uh, and every once in a while, you get that class of kids yes. who they'll go through the wall for you. Um, and they're coachable. That senior class that you guys had at Homestead, yeah. I got a chance to come out and speak um, when you had your, your team dinner, mm-hmm. and, and Coach Keel was kind enough to allow me to come out and speak for a little while. I was so impressed with the senior class from last year, and I haven't met the kids this year. That's a mm-hmm. tough class to follow up with, with as strong leaders as, as the seniors were last year. But we, we had that with basketball with Martin Luther mm-hmm. this year. And so where all of a sudden you saw the light go on and these kids were the leaders and you knew you had a chance to do something pretty good. Correct, yep. And that's, that's kind of what we saw in these kids. Um, you know, the kids this year, not to discount what they're doing. I mean, it's a solid group of seniors Oh, you bet it is. Just different. You know, it's kind of like kids, right? I have three kids and each one of them are different, you know, and they each bring something special to the table, um, but they're different. But yeah, that, that group of kids last year, I, I still text a lot of them and message them. And, you know, it's even like that closeness being the, the, the coach and athlete relationship too, just, uh, just having fun with them as well. So. Well, and you know, those three kids you're talking about, Mm-hmm. You know, that little one scares me. That's, yeah. Yeah, that little Beckett. Yeah, a little he, uh, bit. He's, little, got, he's got a flag football game today. So. He does. How did Keegan do this morning? Did uh, he have a game at 8.30? Yeah, they, they did. They were winning when I left. So, Good. Um, yeah. Keegan, Logan, and Beckett. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that they love going to Homestead games and being a part of what, uh, what you're doing there. So uh, I love the fact that, you know, you understand the importance of, of what a good assistant coach brings to the table. You know, I, Dave, I always tell people I think I was a way better assistant coach than I was a head coach because I never wanted the head guy's job. I had no interest. <laughs> you know what? You, I'll, I'll, I'll argue with you all day in the, in the locker room. We open the door. It's his program. And uh, I will throw myself in front of a bus for the head coach because that's what I think a good assistant coach can do. Hey, uh, looking at the, the groupings, John, you guys, I saw you. You sent me a picture. I don't know what time that was. You guys, <laughs> it was late. It was late. Yep. Um, is this kind of what you thought was going to happen? Uh, that was one of the scenarios. Um, you know, so last, if I yeah. can, let me read it so yeah, people. Like, um, the, the group B in Division Two, group, group B is Brookfield Central, Brookfield East, Cedarburg, Germantown, Homestead, Menominee Falls, Slinger, West Bend East. Okay, 
Yeah, that's uh, we kind of last night, you know, we got together and a guy that's uh, a friend of the program. He's our bagpiper, actually, um, you know, and uh, he's a lawyer in Whitefish Bay. And we got together at his law practice last night and he let us kind of set up a war room. And Dave was drawing up some scenarios on a pizza box. You know, we we're really I saw that. high yeah. tech at high homestead, tech so. at Homestead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, cutting edge. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we were drawing up some stuff and Dave was having fun with it. And this was one of the scenarios, um, you know, just kind of cutting geographically. Um, we we kind of thought one of the scenarios might be that they might throw some s- schools from the Fox Cities um, in with us, but yep. obviously Fox that Bellator didn't happen. Came so. down. Yep, that's um, what I thought. But yeah, so this is uh, this is kind of similar to what we thought. Uh, there was an idea that we thought maybe Hartford might be with us as well in this one, but um, I mean, it's it's kind of you know you've got Cedarburg um, and Slinger and West Benice, and then the old. Uh, um, North Shore, Germantown. So that's, right. uh, yeah, I think that's right up right up the and, alley, what and, we thought. And I would guess, and obviously Menominee Falls, Brook Central, Brook East are all going to fight for the one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they're going to fight for the one. The other two will probably get the two and the three. Um, Slinger, get the four? Do you guys I, get the four? Yeah, and that's the hard thing because they lost last night. So right. now they have three right. uh, losses. We have two. So I don't know. I mean, Dave. I would think you guys get the four. I, that's I would what think I so. think, but I don't. I, I don't know. Dave, Dave's a good salesman, and uh, you know he's good at promoting uh, what the kids have done and uh, well, pushing and that. There's factor. so much respect for him. Any yeah. room that he walks into, if they're talking high school football, and Dave, you'll you'll agree with this. Dave Keel walks in. There's respect. I mean, he has enough rings that he can say, "Hey, look, I've been doing this a long time. I've had enough success. Mm-hmm. This team is is a worthy number four seed." Um, before the football, before you guys started doing seating meetings, Joe Cook used to say, you basketball guys are all politic. You're all political. Us football guys, we're just good old boys. And then he got out of the first seating meeting and called me and said, oh, my goodness, we're just as political as you boys. Um, so when you go into something like this, one of the tough part is, you know, you have Brook Central, Brook East, right, Menominee Falls. They're going to stay with their boys, right? Yep. Germantown will stay now with those boys. Mm-hmm. Even though Jake Davis and Dave, yeah, I know. but yeah. you know they're going to do the stuff they do. Do you did you like going? To, did you go to city meetings? Well, it like you said, it is a lot of politics, and and guys from the same conference are going to kind of yep. stick together, and and it does happen. But uh, you just have to fight for your kids, which I think you know John Redders is very good at, oh, yes. at fighting yeah. for his kids. And can, can and I go staff. through your group real quick? Hartford is in uh, Division Two, Group C. And they moved you guys a little bit. It's Hartford, Holman, Lacrosse Central, Milton, Monona Grove, Oregon, Watertown, Wanakee. Let me go through that again. Hartford, Holman, Lacrosse Central, Milton, Monona Grove, Oregon, Watertown, Wanakee. I th- I th- you guys get the one. Right? I would hope so. Well, yeah, undefeated conference yeah. champ. You'll get the one. Um, Wanakee, probably the two. I would think they got beat last night to DeForest. Um, I, I would think Lacrosse Central. I don't know much about them. So I do you know much about these guys? Either do uh, I. Well, some, but not. Yeah. Like well, I'm sure Watertown's throwing the ball or, all over the place because that's what Watertown and does. Watertown's quarterback uh, happens to be one of my former players' sons. Really, Eric Pauly, who played tight end for me. His son is the quarterback. It's a small world. And, and then. then Greg Pauly, the Notre Dame guy, right? That's his brother. Oh my! So goodness. that's the uncle. 
Hey guys, we're going to get to a break. Um, I'm going to I'm going to bring two other assistant coaches on for the next segment, and then guy, bring you guys back. Can I have you for one more? What time do you have to be out of here, Dave? Uh, Eleven. Okay, I'm going to bring you back for one more. Um, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk a little bit to a Muskego and a Greendale assistant coach. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we are live at State Fair Park. We're at the Nary Milwaukee Home Remodeling Show. They just opened the doors at 10 o'clock, starting to get a little bit crowded. Come on down. We are at, at the end of aisle 600. We are right across from Champion Sunrooms, right next door to Bath Fitters. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on, so stop by and, and say hello. It is seating meeting Saturday, and I've got assistant coaches popping in and out. And, and, and it's better when they know where they're supposed to be. So, Coach from Greendale, man, I'm glad you made it. Uh, Greg Cock is here. Um, tough game last night, Coach. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we played on Thursday, uh, but it was a real tough game, real hard-fought battle. It was a physical game. It's one of those games that you always remember, and you, you're, you're always going to look back on it and remember where you were and remember specific plays. And I know and it was Thursday. You know how? Because we normally on Thursday oh, yeah. night lights cover that game. Mm-hmm. And this year we made a change yeah. and, and, and covered the Franklin Oak Creek game. Um, and I knew you guys were playing on, on Thursday. I know that the, the, the running back for Whitnell got injured. Um, don't know yet how bad that is. He's a really good quality football player. Um, to lose a game in double overtime, and I, I've been around Coach Stoltz for a long time, those sting a little bit, especially for the conference championship. Your guys will certainly bounce back because they're Greendale football players, and that's what you guys do. Um, what was the bus ride home from there? Did you guys play at home? It was at home. Yeah, what was yeah. the locker room like? Uh, it was It was quiet but positive and purposeful. So the kids, we acknowledged, you know, things we could have done differently and how we can do things better moving forward. And the kids weren't too down. They were hopeful. They were looking forward to next week. And we had multiple kids saying, hey, we're ready for practice Sunday. Let's get going. Hey, the groupings that uh, that you guys got put in, have uh, have you taken a look at those at all? Yes, I have. Yeah, what do you think? It's it's uh, it's Division Three Group D. Let me go through these. And 11 o'clock at Eisenhower is a seating meeting. Uh, it's Greendale, Eisenhower, New Berlin West, Pewaukee, Plymouth. I, that one got me. Like, right. what? What? And they took Whitefish Bay and put them up north. Yeah. That was weird. Union Grove, Whitnell, Wisconsin, Lutheran. Everybody in your conference, pretty yep. much. It's a woodland kind of conference tournament. Plymouth is really good. Yes, they are. That's a really good team. And I, I, I maybe Whitnell gets to one, maybe Plymouth gets to one, and then it's kind of a, you know, is it West? Is it Greendale? Is it Eisenhower? Um, and, and I've seen you guys play Pewaukee. I saw them up close and mm-hmm. personal. They're going to get a low seed. I don't think I'd want to play them first round. Absolutely They're not. really well coached, and that's a good football team. Yep, year in, year out, Pewaukee is a really well-coached team, and it's one of those teams that you have a ton of respect for when you go and play against them, and you know you're going to get a really good battle because Coach Frisky out there, he's got the kids prepared every single week for every game, specific game plans, and they're always ready to roll. Yeah, no doubt. We're also joined by the assistant coach. You're too, man. He's a veteran for, 
this radio show. It seemed, obviously it worked last year. Yes, Ryan Casey, you know what? You guys go on and win a state championship. I'm taking all the credit for having you on the show and having you guys go win one. You deserve it. You yeah, deserve so, okay. oh, yeah, I well, do. Let's keep this thing rolling. So, Coach, first of all, how you been? Good? Great. Yeah, great. Good, good year? Great year. Uh, great year. Um, I love our kids. Uh, well, you know, we're in a great place. I mean, you came out week one. Um, Friday nights in Muskego are pretty special. Um, I can, it was 5 o'clock I couldn't get a parking yep. spot. And then the, and the fair and everything else going on, I think, helped. But that's, that's, that's pretty custom for a Friday night or a game day. You know, it doesn't matter if it's Thursday or Friday night. People are going to come out, and I think that's, that's something, you know, our kids love and appreciate. And it's, that's, there's no place that you know, I'd rather be on a Friday night than Muskego. So, Coach, I've been in both situations where teams I've coached have, have been the hunters. You know, and I use this a lot. We, we're out there hunting. Mm -hmm. Who's the big game? We're going after them. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys go up and win a state championship, and now you are the hunted every single week. People, look, people to me will say, hey, look, okay, Muskego, outside of Muskego, who are the better teams? So all of a sudden, that respect that this program's getting is incredible. Your kids have obviously adapted to being the hunted fairly well. Yeah, I appreciate that, you know, and we are, and I think we embrace that. But we had a passionate conversation at Carroll College when we go to camp there, um, and we just talked about the reality is we're hunting. And if you're, if you're a winner in life, you're always hunting something, all right? So people are going to say you're the hunter or the hunted, excuse me, um, but the reality is we have our own goals, and we want to chase greatness, and we want to hunt everything that we can and continue to get better and improve. And at the end of the day, anybody who we line up against, you know, that's that's what we're focused on, and we're, we're hunting our continuous improvement too, um, and it's worked out. Any surprises for you that that uh, you you could run the uh, run the table because this conference, right? Look, again, I, I say it, and, and people are like, whatever, dude, keep saying, quit saying it. But it is the best high school football conference yes, in the state of Wisconsin, yes, top to bottom. It is, and to be able to run that table. Um, I I've seen Waukesha North; they didn't make the playoffs. That's a Waukesha North in any other conference. Would they would be in the playoffs and they might be a two seed? I agree. Uh, the, to be honest, they're the only defense, the only team that our starters have given up more than one score to um, this year. Um, well, and, watch and, they North, and they didn't the make the playoffs, right? So they, you know, they're explosive offensively. Obviously, they got a Division one kid at receiver, and and I love the Kellehart kid at quarterback as a three year starter. So it's it's just a great league, and I think that's another piece where you go back to being just hunting everything. Is our kids understand what they have to face every week? You know, and they're excited for that. So it's it definitely keeps you sharp and it makes you ready to go. So you guys uh, looked at the group and did you kind of figure this is the way it was going to go? Yeah, yeah. I think for the most part, you know, just really depending where Maguanago was going to go, I think was the big piece. But we had, you know, we, you can pencil in Muskego Franklin in the same. I think yeah, I just, grouping every year. And, and then, you know what? It, and I know they have to do it. I guess they have to do it. They didn't do it up up in the valley. They <laughs> right. Bayport and Kimberly and Fond du Lac. Uh, they they sure had did. no problem with that. Well, that, but it must that's be because those guys in the valley want to say, "Hey, here we go." That's here we go. Know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we want to say that too. Yep. Um, let me tell you what where Muskego got. Uh, they are in. Division One, obviously, Group D, and it's Franklin, Kenosha Bradford, Kenosha Indian Trail, Milwaukee Pulaski, McGuanago, Muskego, Oak Creek, Racine Case. So I, I would guess Muskego gets the one, Franklin gets the two, McGuanago gets the three. That would be my guess. Uh, we were told that somebody on your staff said uh, that they thought McGuanago was the best team that you guys played this year, the, 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 one of the toughest teams. 
that you played as far as being physical and getting after Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, i got so much respect for Coach Knavok and what he's brought there. I mean, they're in the weight room, and they line up, and they want to play physical. So it's, you know, they, they put you kind of in, in line, line you up in a phone booth, and they want to hit you. And it's, uh, it's fun, and they're disciplined, and they do a lot of things creatively um, in different places, and they get after you on special teams. So um, I think they're definitely, you know, one of the best teams in the Class A, no doubt. Yeah, he is Ryan LaCasey from Muskego, also joined uh, from Greendale. Greg Cock. Greg, how long have you been a coach? I've been coaching for 11 years. At, all at Greendale? All at Greendale. You know, um, when we talk about some of the best programs in southeast Wisconsin, you talk about now Muskego and you talk about um, certainly Franklin and then Stolz. I always bring up Greendale because they're always in the conversation. You know what? You're in the conversation. Or they get a chance to win the conference. They got a chance to go deep in the playoffs. New Berlin Eisenhower now is in that conversation as well. Mm -hmm. And you've been – look, Greendale has not been at the top all the time the whole 11 years you've been there, I'm sure. Correct. Right? He does a nice job – what I love about Coach Stoltz is 15 years ago, he, he'd tell you, I know all this. I know it. And now mm -hmm. he's like, look, I'm learning every day. Um, the, the, my best line of the year for Thursday Night Lights was after you guys beat Pewaukee in an unbelievable game and the AD's yelling at everybody to get off the field because lightning's coming. Yep. Stoltz is addressing his team and he said, hey, when the only thing you can need is oatmeal because you're that old you're going to remember what we did here today and you're going to remember we did it on national tv and i was walking by i said channel 20 we're national he said it's part of the speech pal get out of here and i laughed i'm still laughing about it but i watched him address those kids and when he speaks those kids listen yeah. he's he is the man he's the guy in charge um you guys kind of similar to mosquito you're the team that a lot of people go look i if you talk to the ike boys they want to beat greendale you talk to the West boys, they want to beat Greendale. So that's kind of where you guys are at, and, and you guys embrace that as well. Absolutely. Uh, we, we truly do embrace that. We come in every week, and we know that oftentimes there is a target on our back. But just to echo Coach here, that we also love to be the hunters. I mean, we know that there is so much more for, for us to achieve, especially knowing our ultimate goal is to stand in the middle of Camp Randall with a gold ball, and we have not achieved that yet. So that keeps us even more hungry and always working and working. And Coach Stoltz never, ever, ever lets any of these kids be complacent, any no. of the coaches be complacent. No, because he's not. No, no never. Never. On the sidelines, in practice, in the uh, classroom, he is, uh, he is always working. It'll be interesting to see, and I've asked uh, – couple people hopefully uh, from from these seating meetings i'm interested to see if plymouth walks in there and gets the one right or you know what there's number of teams from your conference man mm -hmm. hold on a second boys hold uh, on <laughs> you know what maybe plymouth should be the five it's always the wild card <laughs> that maybe they won't send them the, we don't want plymouth down here by us guys i'm going to ask you i'm going to bring these other guys in for the next time and can you stick around yep. For uh, that last segment in this hour, yes, absolutely. I really appreciate it. We're joined by a couple of coaches, one from Muskego, uh, Ryan Lucchese, and uh, Greg Hawk, who is uh, from Greendale. Uh, we're going to kick them to, to the curb for a minute, bring that back John Bonner from Homestead and Dave Roosh from, from Hartford. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. We're live at State Fair Park. Michelle Brown is so happy that we're here for the Nary Milwaukee Homer Remodeling Show. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Yeah. 
Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coach Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern live at State Fair Park. We're in the Wisconsin Expo Center for the Nary Milwaukee Home and Remodeling Show. We're just across from Champion Sunrooms, down the block from uh, Bath Fitters. They're right here. Got a couple other coaches coming in, a couple boys uh, going to talk to you. The McGuanago contingent has showed up. It's good to see them. Uh, we'll talk to them in the 11 o'clock hour. We've got John Bonner, assistant coach from Homestead. Dave Roosh, assistant coach at Hartford. Guys, let me talk to you a little bit about playoff time. And, Dave, you may have a different because you've been a head coach for a long time. How, how different are practices this time of year compared to maybe four weeks ago, six weeks ago? I, I don't think they're much different because you still demand that intensity and, and hard practice attitude uh, that, that goes on all season long. So uh, I think you get after it just as hard. Practices are different now than when you first started coaching football. We've gotten smarter. Right, you guys you were a lot safer. There's not. Look, when I played, it was Nutcracker, oh, yeah. Man in the uh, yeah. Bull in the Ring. Bull in the Ring. You want you, you're thirsty, have a salt pill, right? That that ages me like you can't yeah. believe. But that's kind of what was going on. And and you know what? The smart people in the room said, "Hold on a second. You know what? We're still going to be physical. We're still going to get after it, but we're going to do it smart." I think football has never been safer. I don't know. Do you feel that way, Dave? I, I agree. I mean, we used to do that, too. It was like just go and beat the crap out of everybody. Right, but, right. Uh, John Redders has a rule uh, in the Hartford staff that everybody stays up. You you lock and and keep them up. Don't take them down. Don't take them and down. And so it's, you back off that way a little bit, but then Friday night comes, and they sure do get after it. Because now they're, they're, they're yeah. ready to get after it. Hey, John, and, and you've been uh, assistant coach for a long time. Um, and I don't know Coach Keel's philosophy. Do you guys, is it a similar practice come playoff time? Do, 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 does it shorten a little bit time-wise? Do you guys do anything different? Uh, you know, over at Homestead, when, once it gets to playoff time, um, we usually uh, kind of take time off. You know, we just, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just, no so, we actually, no, we go hard. Really? We, yeah, yeah, we uh, take Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday off, watch film on Thursday, play on Friday. That's, yeah, that's, our, that's the philosophy. Right that's what's got us there. No, um, no, we, we go just as hard, if not harder. It's, you know, all throughout the season, you know, practice is very intense. But uh, playoff time, you know, we get our scout team together, uh, make sure we have the best kids on scout that try to emulate uh, the team that we're going to play. So, um, you know, we, we try to get that energy and tell our scout team, you know, we have three things. You know, you got to make sure you're aligned correctly, you know your assignment, and then you execute the play properly. Um, so that way when uh, our scout team defense is going against the offense, um, they shouldn't be shocked once we get to Friday night. You know, it should be the same intensity um, and try to emulate that. So uh, we kind of have that philosophy of making sure that, both sides are already offense and defense. So, um, yeah, it, you, it gets to be really fun, though. Do you guys uh, break down more film? Dave, what's your philosophy? And I'm wondering what Hartford's philosophy is as far as um, breaking down film and, and letting the kids watch. Do you, do you have kids watching your opponent? Yeah, they, they do that all the time. In fact, uh, the coaches at, at Hartford, the D coordinator, Zadro, Shelsta, the offensive coordinator, and then, of course, Redders, the head coach, they – they tell them you have to get on every day, and we're going to monitor it because they can see how often they're on huddle. So they set the the bar high for the kids to do their homework and and study the opponent. 
boy, that's uh, there are coaches that have different philosophies, but now with huddle, boy, it's made. Yeah. Remember back in the day where you had to go out and film yeah, and take I, notes. I used and, to do it on a note on a notebook and a tape recorder. Yeah, I mean, and, that, and then we broke it down that way. It was, yeah, to, the way it is now is crazy. Man, it's easy. Oh, you could wake up at three in the morning and you know what, and go watch some film, and and wife doesn't even know, right? And that uh, yeah, she doesn't know. But You're out. with my wife, she likes football probably more than I do. She does. Oh yeah, she's watching it all the time. Oh, that's awesome. Sometimes I say, let's turn on Mash or something. Yeah, Matt, <laughs> she a big, she's a big Hartford fan right now. Oh yeah, yeah, she's she's a fan where wherever I am. So she's an awesome wife. Yeah, good. Well, I think uh, coaches' wives have a special place in heaven. I do because they put up with a lot with us knuckleheads for sure. Um, are you finding the Hartford community? Uh, obviously, it's a football community. They they love their football and they love Friday night in Hartford is something special. It's huge. Yeah, it is huge. It's like it, being in a one school town. They they just love their Friday night football, and and they come in and they're great fans and it's it's a lot of fun and i, I grew up in hartford and right. went to hartford high school Bad. so you can come I'm, home well, i'm two minutes from the high school oh that's perfect so are you done teaching now and everything i'm done teaching yeah i actually uh took on a retirement gig of running the game room at the mine shaft look at in, you in hartford Bad so boy yeah Hey, one of the most uncomfortable things that I've had to do in a long time was a couple of weeks ago. And then, Jeff, if you're back at the station, would you hit that for me, please? What team stood out from the rest? What team took their game to another level on the field, court, or in their community? Because these are my streets. Let's find out who is this week's UW Credit Union Team of the Week. UW Credit Union, for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. That's a catchy tune. So a couple weeks ago, I had to name Hartford our team. I got voted down. The band that plays that, Homestead Football Coaches. <laughs> so John Bonner, who's my son-in-law's band called Tangle Lines, that's their song. And I used their song. You guys beat Homestead. And I've got to put, play their music to highlight and promote your win. That was really uncomfortable. My oh. daughter was not happy with me. <laughs> That's a shame. His wife was not happy <laughs> at all. You don't find it uncomfortable. You're <laughs> laughing about it. But I'll tell you what, that was a, di- that was a difficult place because i got to say, hey, look, I want to thank Tango Lines and the, the football coaches from Homestead that are in that, that, that uh, band. Allow me to use the song. want to thank them. And now let's give the, the trophy to, to Hartford after they beat Homestead. That was tough. I, I would like a copy of that song. Uh, you, all of a sudden, <laughs> I could autograph it. Yeah, you. <laughs> you know what? But you got to go through me, and it's 20 bucks. He gets five. I get 15. Uh. That's the way that works. You know, sorry that we're going to discuss this with my son-in-law here, but beating Homestead that week was a mile. That was a big step for the, for, for the boys out in Hartford. It, it was so huge. Uh, Going into that game, uh, these guys just had that fire and passion, and the the coaching staff had the guys ready for the game. And then it was all those lightning delays, yeah. so it was like a lull. Yep. And then it just was all right. Let's strap it on and get after it. And in this group at Hartford, because I know what it takes to move on, and it's it's chemistry. And and like you said earlier, John, they. Our kids just have that chemistry. They have that, that it factor, something special. 
They all get along. They, oh, they. It's unbelievable. We've been. We've all now been through this, John. You've been a coach a long enough time to understand this, uh, and I truly believe this. If you have a team that really gets along and don't, they don't win a lot. It's not nearly as painful. And if you have a team that that wins a lot and the kids don't get along at all, it's not all that sweet. But when you have that, like John, you had it last year, yep. and you sound like you had it this year, and I basketball wise, we had it this year. When these kids all get along. And you have a lot of success, man. I don't know if it gets better than that because you don't get that combination very often. You know, sometimes the kids all love each other and they play for each other, and you get four wins in the year. And then sometimes the kids are just jerks, and you get a ton of wins. And all you want to do as a coach is get out of there. And at Hartford this year, and you're the head coach, John has talked about, man, this is a special group, and they do all get along. That that, that really helps, no doubt. Hey guys, I'm. Last question, then I'll cut you loose. I know you've got to get, uh, and, and I appreciate what you're doing today, um, Dave. I really do. When, when you talk to the seniors about this time of year and you say, hey, look, you understand that there's, you don't need to leave anything on the field because it's one and done, do you find that, that they understand the importance of that or do they, do they come in just think it's another football game? Well, I, I – think that they understand that I do too. and they get that and they are hungrier than ever they know it's a new season and they just have fire in their eyes they can't wait yeah they just can't wait uh, do you, John last question to you do you think that sometimes when when a program has as, as much success as Homestead has had sometimes they take it a little bit for granted like okay once we get to the playoffs we'll turn it on do you fear that um, a little bit. I mean, that, that's always in the back of your head. But I feel like our kids are grounded pretty well enough um, that they know, you know, uh, I mean, all the conference championships that, the, you know, the, the last time that we hadn't won the conference championship, these kids weren't even born yet. They weren't even born. So, that, you know, that's one of those things that um, they think about, but also in their mind. I know, like, just talking to the kids that, you know, I work with linebackers and, you know, they – they really do, um, you know, take that and see, hey, this is a new season. We've got to work just as hard as we have been uh, during the season. And I feel like they're um, pretty grounded. Still. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry. I told you that was the last question yeah. I lied. With the injuries you guys have had, um, so you've got to move pieces around the board a little bit. Uh, a lot of teaching going on at practice, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, there is. And, and you know what? Um, it's, it's an exciting thing. You know, at first I was a little nervous um, with some, you know, some kids moving around. But it is exciting um, because I've, I feel like we, you know, no offense to any other staffs, but I feel like we have one of the best staffs in the state um, as far as, like, teaching um, and being able to recorrect things and, and fix things uh, very quickly. And the kids are coachable, too. I don't think anybody would disagree with that because of the success you guys have had. So congratulations with that. Uh, last question, Dave, for you. What uh, what side of the ball are you coaching? What do you tell me? I'm, what you're I'm doing coaching at uh, offense, and I work with the running backs. Okay. And the fact that we're throwing so much this year, I'm kind of wondering, is that a hit on me? <laughs> I was going to ask you that because you all of a sudden Hartford's throwing the ball yeah. all over the no. You, your running attack's been unbelievable. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and and I think a cool combination. You mentioned coaching your son. Well. Uh, our quarterback's coach, Steve Frannell, is the father of Jake Frannell, our quarterback. Man. And it's just a cool thing to see that day in and day out. Yeah, it is. I can't tell you how good it is to see you again. You know, I've always been a big fan of yours, and, and we lost touch, and it's good to see you again. And, uh, five Likewise. Years, five years. 
five years healthy. Yes. Keep that going, huh? Yes. Good, good luck in I the playoffs. I plan to. Thank you. Now, I, I want you to run the table until you get to this, you know, my son-in-law. Yeah. Until, until you meet Homestead. Until you meet and Homestead. And you to choke a little bit. And guess yeah. what? Homestead feels like there might be a little payback well, coming. I'm just saying. Well, Micah Adams, who used to be my D coordinator, yeah. said to me when he shook my hand after the game, we'll see you again. Yeah. Well, yep. maybe. Hey, you yeah. guys, it, it would be in it level happen, four yeah. then, right? Yeah. It'd be well, deep, something I think like that. So. Something like that. Yeah. Or we might, I don't know, would we be I know we would love bracket. it and welcome yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. John, thank absolutely. you for Get coming in. Get us one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> John Ward, they barely let him in with that ring he has on. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even it, get through it, the door. Because it's, it's a weapon. That's what it is. <laughs> Dave Roos, John Bonner, thank you so much. We're going to get to a break. We're going to bring back a coach from uh, Greendale, a coach from Muskego, and then we've got some boys from McGuanago, and a coach from Franklin going to join us in the second hour. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver. We're live at State Fair Park. It is the Nary Milwaukee Home Remodeling Show. I'll be here till noon, right at the end of aisle 600. Stop by right across the booth from Champion Sunrooms and uh, Bath Fitters. A lot of people here, and uh, you can stop by and say hi. We're talking high school football and talking playoff seating meeting Saturday. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, it's fun. Not a lot of excitement for you right now, Mosquito Boy. <laughs> you know you're getting the one, right? Krause said he was going to text me, but he could just put two through rest, and so I know. But you guys, ranked number one right now in the state, Division One. Um, there are some talented Division One teams, not only in this area, yes, but throughout the state. Yes, there are. You guys are going to have your hands full. Yes, we will. Um, it's fun. I mean, you know, I think we're thankful for the opportunity. And we tell our kids, you know, there are thousands of kids that are going to turn their uniforms in on Monday. Oh, you know, yeah. Not every, you know, football is the only sport you have to qualify. You have to earn a right and the opportunity to play in the playoffs. So, um, you know, we're going to embrace it and, and attack each moment we get, and we're going to be thankful for to have one and hopefully continue to go from there. But it's, it's going to be good. You know, hey, we know we're going to have to compete. You haven't gotten in one of the CD meetings yet, right? uh, I've been in – in football, basketball, and baseball. You have. And I'm telling you, they're all political. Man, I know. Have you gotten to one yet? Oh, yeah. I've been in yeah. four years, I'd say. I'm telling you. They're, they're, I, it's those, entertaining. You football boys used to tell me, you basketball guys, you're all, you're the political ones, no. not us. Give me a break. All of a sudden, the, hey, the Southern Lakes Conference came down, and the Woodlands said, oh, yeah, you're, we're going to put you in the back end. And then the Southern Lakes boys said, okay, we'll come up and play you guys. And then. Joe Cook was at Greendale and got stopped by Union Grove. He said had no idea how good they were. Yep. They were really good. And uh, those boys walked. They all got on the phone after and said there's no respect for us. So let's let's teach them some respect. And they came up and did it. So you're right. There is some politics definitely uh, involved in, in that. How good is uh, is the defensive back at Muskego? Uh, Hunter Wooler's incredible. Um, you know, I think he's uh, one of the best players in the country. Um What's amazing, though, is he's a better person and a better human than he is um, a football player. Um, but he and I talk probably 365 days a year. Um, you know, he's a four-sport kid. He water skis in addition to basketball and track. You know, so he's – and he's just a sponge. He loves the game. He loves watching film. Um, he can run the alley. He can play the deep third. I mean, he, he does it all, and uh, he just loves to play football. 
he's going to get the opportunity to go to whatever side of the country he wants to go. My hope. Keep in the Midwest, right? My hope is he likes the snow and he loves red and white. Because mm-hmm. when I watched him against Marquette, he made a couple of plays. Yes, that sir. Those that make you go, whoa, did, wait, no, what? What did he just do? And, I, yeah, he's really good. He got a chance to meet his mom. Yep. She had some signs or some things on her shirt that said, I love 24. Mm-hmm. Well, I work at my 24 on Thursday nights. And I go, well, thank you. She goes, really? This is for I go, I know who you are. Hey, Shelly is awesome. And yeah. Shelly and Kyle, both his parents are incredible. Really his, nice uh, people. His younger sister, Autumn, is awesome, too. So yeah. it's just a great family, and, and you see that in Hunter. It's, that's really good. Hey, Greg, when uh, as I asked the other coaches, this time of year, I'm wondering your staff at, at Greendale, you, uh, Coach Stoltz and, and, and the staff, do you guys is the, are the practice shortened at all? Do you guys do, do you do more film work? Is there any different as far as what you guys do this time of year than what you did two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Absolutely not. We just keep everything consistent. If our mindset is every week is a challenge, every week is a specific challenge, and we have to meet that challenge. And week one to week ten coming up here. In our mind, there is no difference. We have the same goals, we have the same mindset, and we do the same thing. So we don't change anything. We just continue to prepare the same way we do every week. Ryan, how about you guys? Uh, you know, we like to stay efficient. Um, you know, we'll, we'll limit the on-field time. Um, we try to limit the banging. Um, you know, we, you know we, we, we like to talk a lot about practicing the right way. Um, but we definitely, I think, will like to spend more time in the film room than we will banging on each other. Um, you know, so our... Our physical repetitions will stay the same, um, but you know we want to stay mentally and physically fresh. Yeah, I'm sure uh, this time here, Krause's, you guys are just pass patterns all over the place, throwing the ball all over the Air field. Krause, baby. Air Krause. One game he threw it four times. I, man, I lost on the over-under because it was two. And the, the pro- you got a kid that can throw it. He can sling it. Connor Groman can sling it. This kid can throw it. Mm-hmm. And, and and I understand a lot of success on the on the ground, mm-hmm. and crowd coach does what he does, and yep. you, you can't you know, look. You no issue. You're wearing a big ring, and and uh, <laughs> you know you're ranked one in the state. But I watched the kid in warmups mm-hmm. and went, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, he can spin it. And and you know what? I know it's probably a little frustrating, like to throw a little bit. I had a guy who knows all about quarterbacks all over the country, and he said that kid is at the next level. Because he's going to get under recruited, mm-hmm. is going to is going to be big time. Mm-hmm. He's a good kid. He's an awesome kid. You know, we hope we hope for that opportunity. Um, he's a kid who probably could have started in the last year or so. But uh, you know, AJ Mackinac is a hell of a competitor in front of him. And, and but Connor is a great kid. You know, three point five student, um, baseball player. He yeah. was a state champion there as well. So you know, we love seeing those kids compete and win in other sports. But uh, he's waited his time, and you know, now he's he's a nine game starter, and and he, he'll be ready to go in big moments. Yeah, he's he's really good. Greg, when, when I saw you guys play Pewaukee, um, you had kind of dueling quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, sophomore that had transferred over from Martin Luther. Yep. And a ju- I think a junior. Yep, junior. Um, and for against Pewaukee, the sophomore got hot. He was our player of the game. Mm-hmm. And I know you've kind of gone back and forth. I and I know that Coach Stoltz would, would like to settle on one, but both are really talented players. So that's hard to do. Yep. And uh, so – the sophomore Colin Book, he brings a different dynamic yeah, than does. the junior Will Brust. So we like to utilize them in different roles and get the maximum out of both of them. Hey, I'll tell you what, the play that you guys ran, I think, and you know the one I'm going to say because I yep. heard you ran it again the other night and got it again. <laughs> um, that, that, I'm sure Stoltz had that in his pocket. 
and held it, held it, held it, and pulled it the exact perfect spot. Mm -hmm. um, and the, but, but both times was it was the uh, the quarterback wide open in the end zone because yep. I didn't see. I saw the one against Pewaukee. Same well, thing. Uh, the one against Whitnall, actually, the quarterback was open at first, but it took a little longer to develop. So yeah. he lit or he went up high and he just ripped the ball away from yeah. two Whitnall defenders. Boys, I can't thank you enough, Ryan. Coach, it's good to see you. Good yeah, luck in the you. playoffs. Let's keep it's this nice thing going. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Yeah, nice good luck you. in the playoffs. Thank you. If you can hold those. Um, I, once we get uh, your, your guys, uh, they're going to text me, you know, listen to the show on your way out, and uh, hopefully I'll have uh, – well, you're the one. I'll just tell you right now. I'll drop you a text. No, I got you. Yeah, you'll, you'll get it. Just get me the other teams. <laughs> I don't know anything else. It's nice I'll to meet you. Know yeah, good. Uh, keep up the good work at Greendale. Big thank fan you. of that program. Yeah, Let's you. get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to bring on two coaches from Aguanago. Also got a coach from Franklin going to join us as well. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Neither of us. Uh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. I'm Mike McGivern, live at State Fair Park. We're here for the Nary Milwaukee Home and Remodeling Show. Got one hour left out here. Come on out. We are uh, at the end of aisle 600, right across from Champion Sunrooms. If you want to stop by and say hello. <laughs> Got assistant coaches coming and going today. It's awesome. Now joined by a couple of uh, boys from Muskego, Josh Korth. Justin Last, whoo, that was a tough one. Miguanago. What did I say? <laughs> Muskego. Did I really? A lot of people do that. Right, take, how dare you? Hold on, hold on. Take two. <laughs> I got assistant coaches coming all over the place, and here they are. I've got uh, guys coming and going. I got a couple guys from Miguanago. There you there go. There we go. go. There we go. Man, oh man, how you're glad your head coach is in a uh, seating meeting because he didn't hear this. Josh Korth, Justin Last, walk show West last night. You guys, it's a battle every year with those guys and uh the guy that i had covered the game last night said one of the best high school football games he'd ever been to and he said the only reason anybody lost the game is because time ran out he said man they were playing both teams playing really really well um we had a guy from muskego come on a couple weeks ago a, co a coach from muskego who said the best football team that we've played this year is mcguanago by far best and we've played some really good teams and just high praise for what you guys are doing at McGuanago. Let's talk a little bit about uh, this year's team, if we can. Any surprises for you on, on the, 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 the amount of wins you've gotten in the best football conference in the state? No, I wouldn't say surprises. Um, we know the work that the kids put into the offseason. Um, we put a huge emphasis on our weight room. Yeah, we have every kid in our program, 9 through 12, um, during the school day, who's in there three times a week lifting uh, with myself and Coach G. Coach Ganevac is down there as well, uh, getting a chance to see those kids and, and work with them and form that bond and that connection with all of our players. And uh, So, no, um, we, you know, every every game in this conference is a battle. Oh we, my know that, we know that going in. and, and um, we, we got a, a great group of seniors that love football. Coming to practice every day is – look, we look forward to it. Great group of guys. Um, How long have you been coaching? 
This will be, I believe, this is my fifteenth year. Seven, all at McGuanago. All at McGuanago. Yeah, yeah this is seventeen for me at McGuanago. Yep. Where'd you go to high school? Winnet County. You did. I Where'd did. I actually went to uh, Northwestern Prep. I'm a classmate of uh, Coach Kanevak. Really? Yep. I'll Small be darn. school and lived in the dorms there, and both of us played football, baseball together. That's awesome. Yeah. You uh, you had some success at Winnicani, huh? <laughs> you put some numbers up. Former state record holder. Yeah. State record holder. Co- Coach Korth likes to bring that up all the time. He likes to emphasize the former part especially about that. But, uh, yeah, I, I was lucky enough one game, uh, senior year, homecoming to uh, – to, I. At the time, I did not know it, um, but to uh, to set a state record in that game and what was the record? Uh, receiving yards. How many in a game? Uh, three twenty-four. Three twenty-four in one game. <laughs> in one game. Oh yeah. boy, was yeah. it was it a lot of after the catch run or was it yak stuff or were you? Uh, there, there was. You had a good quarterback that could throw a little uh, bit. Awesome quarterback. He actually was getting some uh, some D one looks. Really? Yeah, uh, but it was it was a combination. A couple long ones, a couple short ones that. Ended up turning in, but... Did you play it in college? I played for a couple years at lacrosse. Good for yep. you. Where did you go to school? College? I went to lacrosse, too. Did not play. You did? No, I wasn't as good as this guy. <laughs> yeah, and you're not a state record holder. No. Yeah, yeah, we for, former, former. Former. I'm former. sorry. Former state record holder. <laughs> sorry about that. Hey, so you guys have seen the groupings. Any surprise to you? I am, but um, I wonder if you guys won last night, if this would be different. Yeah, maybe a little bit. The only thing but, we thought maybe if we would have won last night, maybe they would have sent us to the Madison area with, with the big aid schools. Yeah, that's and what I thought, too. But we got to take on Coach Ganevok's mindset, and we'll play whoever they whoever I, we're scheduled, scheduled to. We're going to get better this week at practice, worry more about us than, than anybody opponent. else. Yep. I, I would guess that you guys get the three. Is that what you guys would guess as well? Um, well, yeah, I guess kind of going in three or four is kind of what we're thinking, depending upon how things shake out. And who would get the Who would get the three if you guys didn't? Maybe Kit. Maybe Kit. Based really? on their conference record. Okay. Yep. So, um, but again, that that's all speculation. Yeah. And, you know, we haven't we haven't seen them play. We haven't. Yeah. We haven't whatever. But I, um, if I if I had a, uh, to handicap this thing, I I would I would have you guys the three and, and Kit the fourth. But that's just me. Um, and I don't think like you guys, like you just said, it doesn't really matter. Nope. You, you see who the big boys are. Yep. You know, you yep. got a chance to be one of them. And the respect that, that people have right now for your program, just so you guys know, because you're in that bubble, right? Yep. And you mm-hmm. just know what you know. Yep. But I talk to all these guys. The, re- the respect that you guys get right now for this in this program is, is at an all-time, maybe not at an all-time high, but it's much higher than it has been in a while. Yep. And people in your conference – Though they got to compete with you, they go, look, our conference is best when McGuanago is beating the crap out of people the way they're doing it right now because that's kind of what who McGuanago is. Um, I've told this story a couple of times, but if you guys haven't heard it, I, we did a Thursday Night Lights game out Sean by Sean Zingsheim, the you, lift story. Is, what's the guy's name? Sean Zingsheim. you got to have him. Call me. Uh-huh. I keep telling the story. I keep telling every kid I coach about this kid. But he's not a kid anymore. Yeah. No. He, actually, I think he's, he lives in, in the community he, uh, still. That's the most passionate. When yep. he's, and he said, look, I, I would give anything except my car and my dog. Yeah, he coached for a couple of years, too. Yeah. About yep. 10 years ago the, or so. The cool part was he said, I don't just want a Friday night game. I want Monday to Friday. I want the whole shebang. Yeah. I yep. want to come to practice. I want to go hard every practice, every play because I didn't do that then. Yep. 
man, he loved playing high school football at McGuanago, and he loved it more when he didn't have it anymore. And that's mm-hmm. the story I tell these kids yep. all the time. Hey, the community in McGuanago, I love sending guys out there on Friday night because a Friday night game in McGuanago, and, and I've said this about a couple, Hartford, the same thing. McGuanago, when, 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 when the community comes out, man, it's a special place to watch. Sure is. I, yep. I, I, you, you don't take that for granted, do My, you? Uh, oh, no, not at all. Uh, I know. Uh, Coach Uchez, he was just up here talking, and he was talking about, uh, Coach Corth and I were listening on the way over here this morning, he was talking about how their Friday nights are yes. you know, the same way. you got to get there early if you want a seat. And, Man. Um, it's, it, it's honestly a lot of places we go in our conference. They're, just, they're so passionate about their school yeah. and football and, and the support. And you, know, you, uh, you, you said before, sorry to interrupt, Coach, but um, the respect that you know, a lot of people have for us, well, trust me, that's, that's mutual, the yes. teams that we play against. I mean, you know, Waukesha West last night, Coach Rux is, does an outstanding job every year against oh, us. And those kids are prepared. And obviously, Muskego is, you know, what everybody's looking up to right now. And That quarterback, Waukesha West, is really good. Oh, he's, think? he's I thought, good. Well, I thought his brother was. Yeah. This, and his brother was. Yeah, he, he was, was. He might have been tougher. I don't know. Yep. But they, uh, he ran to the pylon and got a tough. They, ra- uh, they always seem to play their best games against us, too. Uh, for crying out loud. Yeah, so. they do. Yeah. You know what? I was. We had a Thursday Night Lights one where Tommy McCutton went in for a two-point conversion yep. Yep. at McQuantico. and uh, Double overtime, uh, double I believe. Double overtime. He went, they went for two, and he, get, and he got it yeah, in. After a in. holding call. <laughs> man, look we at you. We had him stop, man. You did have him yep. stop. And, and, I, and I, know, um, I know the McCutton. I, know, I knew his grandfather really well, mm-hmm. Ronnie, who had passed not that uh, – not a few months prior. Mm-hmm. And in my earpiece, they're going, uh, we're coming to you live, 45 seconds. And I grabbed Tommy, got his helmet on, he's cheering. And I said, come here, took his helmet off, and I whispered, your grandfather would be so proud of you right now. And he went, and just started bawling. Just tears, yeah. And it's like, then I got to push him out. I don't want him in the TV shot. I don't want people, I don't want him to be embarrassed. Then his dad comes over, and we take a little break. He goes, what would you say? And I said, Tony, my timing stinks. I said, your grandfather would be so proud. Then Tony starts crying. Yep. Tony's wife was like, quit talking to my boys, man. But I remember <laughs> that. I'll tell you this. That was a game where, uh, where Clay headbutted one of the players who was cut on the oh, forehead yeah. and bleeding. And yeah, all he that. made the playoffs last Spe- yeah, night, too. Yeah, speaking of Clay, congratulations yep. to him. They had yeah. to win. Yep. So uh, congrats for, to Coach First time I. since 2007 that soccer's wow. in the playoffs. So. Good for him. Congratulations. Yep. I got to yep. reach out. I got to reach out to him. He was uh, – well, he, he probably loved- thinks he'll big time again or something. <laughs> oh, really? Man, we're going to get to that Franklin coach a lot sooner than I thought. I'm kidding. Hey, I was asking those, uh, the other coaches, this time of year, um, playoff time, are you, will you guys change up what you do practice-wise? Will, you, will, the t- will the time be a little shorter? Will you do more film work? Do you guys stay the kind of the same, the same what you do? What's, what's your thought on that? Well, we were kind of talking about that last night, actually a little bit. Um, and kind of trying to figure out what we wanted to do. Um, as the year has gone on, we've cut practice times down a little bit to try to save the legs. And Because, right. again, the physical grind that we go through every week to, to make sure we're at peak performance and healthy and everything. So um, we'll find out. Um, defense meets tonight. Offense meets tomorrow. And then the kids come in tomorrow night. And we'll have a plan ready to go. And What side? You coach the offense? Yeah, receivers coach. Defense? Yep. Yeah, secondary. So <laughs> oh. long night last night. <laughs> oh, man. So at practice, your boys go against his boys too, right? Yeah. yeah, we usually start off about the first 20 minutes going live one-on-ones, whether it's blocking or uh, running routes against each other. And 
I, I feel bad. I talked about how good the quarterback yeah. at Waxhaw West was. Sorry about that. That's okay. You hey, know, you're right. Gonna, he, he, you're not lying. Yeah. <laughs> He's good. Did, did you guys stay up last night and take a look, or did you we get did. up early? Oh, yeah. What did you yeah. do? No, we were we were up late last night, and until uh, you know, we, we couldn't stay up anymore, and you know, we always get together as coaches after the game, and like, all right. We'll, we'll take a look in the morning and find are, out where you, we're you going. You guys are young boys, right? Uh, 41. Yeah, 43. Yeah, you're yeah, young to me, man. You can stay up late, not me. I'm, uh, I get done with that scoreboard show. I get home at 1030. I'm in bed at about quarter to 11, man. Then back to the station about quarter to five on Saturday. So it's a quick turnaround, yep. uh, which I like because we get a chance to talk high school athletics, which I love. Um, I'm going to ask you guys. That, so you played high school football. Yeah, I played for two years. Two years, yeah. and you played obviously through. Yep. The lessons that you learned, Coach, as both of you guys as, as high school athletes, um, get lessons that you carry over for the rest of your life, correct? Oh, oh absolutely. No doubt about it. I mean, commitment, loyalty, um, hard know, work, hard perseverance. W- yeah, I mean, just everything. You, you face some obstacles, some issues, and you, you learn to work through them. And you learn to work as a team, I think, is the biggest thing. You know, is that yeah. it's not just you individually. Especially, and that's what makes football the greatest game there is, is because it's not just you out there. It's you and, and ten other guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, uh, I come know. On now. Come on. You gotta, basketball's got to be hey, that conversation. Hey, I love basketball. I played in the All-Star game as well my you senior did? year. Does uh, Paul Bertolas, uh basketball coach, ring a bell? Yeah. He was my high school coach at prep. Really? Yep. That's awesome. I was actually his uh, last team my senior year. Yeah, he was he good, man. Yeah. He was really good. Hey, boys, I'm going to get to an earlier break. I'm gonna, can I have you stick around? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, I'd love to have you back in uh, for that, uh, not next segment, but the following one. And I want to talk a little bit about um, you guys stuck around. Different coaches now, right? Yep, yep. Um, third one we've got. The third. Yep. Uh, Me, fourth one. Yeah. Because I was there with Coach Hensler was there when oh, we won our my. state championship. That was my first year, so. Why did uh, – yeah, I, I'll ask you off the air on something with, with Sure. The, with I, get, I just got to give my uh, shout-out to my wife, though. I'd oh. be remiss if I didn't. Please, uh, what is her name? Um, Shannon. Shannon. Uh, yeah, she's going to be taking our 10-year-old up to Slinger today for uh, a youth football game and uh, the amount of time that this high school football – um, Are you married I wouldn't, as well? I am not. No. So that's Shannon, a, that's a, yeah, Shannon. That's a whole other issue. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you. She, but, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she, she's the best coach's wife, and uh, I probably don't tell her enough how much I appreciate that I'm that she allowed, lets yeah, me to coach. Yeah, you bet. Because um, I'm not home much in the fall. 36 so. years I coach Love you, Shannon. Shannon, he loves you. In fact, he's showing pictures about how, <laughs> man, you all kicked your coverage, pal. <laughs> Shannon's way too good looking for you. What's I your concur. Ten, what's your 10-year-old's name? Uh, Braden. Braden's heading to go play? Yep. Braden, Fifth good luck football. today. You know what, Braden? Play hard, make your father proud. Score man. a touchdown without me there. There you go. <laughs> Shannon, it was nice to, to see you. And, uh, again, your, your husband says nothing but good things about you, so that's really cool. Guys, we'll get to a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz. High School Football Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern live at State Fair Park. We're at the uh, Nary Milwaukee Home and Remodeling Show at the end of aisle 600. 
and we're talking high school football today. Number of assistant coaches. We're now joined by Drew Ambrose. He is from Franklin High School. Drew, it's good to meet you. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Um, so I got a chance to, to see your boys up close and personal on Thursday, and uh, kind of ran all, all over Oak Creek. You know, Oak Creek's not a bad football team. They're good. You guys played really well. Yeah, I mean, Oak Creek is always traditionally a, a, a very good team in our league, and uh, you know, we, I thought we had a great game plan going in, and uh, you know, our kids executed well, and we, you know, they were jacked up and excited to go out there and play against them. You know, the helmet game is a big deal down there. It's a huge game. So that's my first experience with that. Uh, that was fun. Um, you know, big thing all week. So you know, I was proud of our kids and the way they played. I thought they played their butts off. And it... my ex-co-host Joe Cook used to coach at at Oak Creek. And he said, look, I'm not kidding. I can't get a haircut in Franklin. I can't. I, I, I avoid Franklin because if I get pulled over, you're never going to see me again. <laughs> yeah, right. They do not like me over at Franklin at all. And, and I was talking to the two head coaches before the game and said, look, there, that hatred, there, there's a, there's a, we don't like them, but it's a healthy respect nowadays. Oh, yeah, definitely a respect there. I mean, we know they're a good program. I mean, Joel does a great job with yes, those kids. They have a good coaching staff over there. You know, I mean, they're always they're well coached. The kids play hard. Uh, yep. you, know, you know, they – even since Bart, you know, when Bart was there, I mean, same thing. Yeah. You know, they've always been a good program. We've always enjoyed playing against them. You know, when I was at Indian Trail, we always, that was always a great, you know, we, we kind of had their number for a few years you there. Bet. So that was. Hey, give me your background, where you grew up, where you went to high school, and, and how you got to, into this area. Okay. Yeah. So I grew up in La Crosse, um, went to La Crosse Central High School. I uh, went to UW Lacrosse. I know we got all these guys. You know, you got the Maguanago guys. We're Lacrosse. Lucchese's Lacrosse guy. We were just talking. We all actually spoke at the same clinic in the spring too. Did you so, really? Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's been, like old home week here. Yeah. Right. So um, uh, went to UW Lacrosse. I, I played two years there, um, and then I ended up uh, getting injured. Moved on to coaching. Coached at Lacrosse Central for three years. Uh, then I moved down to Racine, which is where my wife is from. Okay. Uh, got hired on at Indian Trail. Uh, coach there was offensive coordinator for six years there. Um, then moved on uh, the year after McKay left. Sure. Um, I went to Racine Case was the O coordinator there last year, and then moved up to Franklin this year. And now what, I'm coaching QBs up there. Uh, she said she was going to. What? I don't know. She has the kids out at the grocery store, so I don't know if they're. What, what's her name? My wife's name is Amanda. Amanda. So. And your kids' names? Uh, Vivian and Davis. How old? Uh, four and two. How you doing? You good? Yeah, yeah, it's fun, man. I tell you what, they were at the game the other night. They come to every game. Um, my kids would love it. And if my wife tries to tell them that they're not going, if there's bad weather, they lose their minds. So, <laughs> so they, they love coming to the games. Yeah, yeah, not great for her, but good for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you know early on when when you were playing in high school that that coaching might be something you want to do? Uh, originally, no. So uh, when I left high school, I went to lacrosse, UW Lacrosse. I majored in economics, actually. Okay. Um, was planning on kind of going into like uh, you know being like a financial advisor or sure. something like that, and unfortunately I, I graduated in 2008, which was right when the economy went oh, into the man. tank. Yeah. So I decided to go back to school again, and I got my teaching license. Um, and in the process of doing that, I was coaching, um, and then I just kind of went from there. So. Hey, hey you know we um and, and your first year coach at Franklin, but you know about the Franklin program. Oh yeah, man, this is my you know I played against them for seven years, so it's right. it's nice to finally be on the side yeah, that the, wins all the and games. And you look good in this color, man. <laughs> yeah. Not, not bad. Um, I when we talk on this program, I've been doing this show for a long time. But when we talk about the best programs in Southeast Wisconsin, yeah, Franklin is one of the ones that we talk about a lot yep. because they they have done this thing and they've stayed relevant and they they're always in that conversation. 
the, how far can they get? And mm-hmm. Lewis Brown and, and the people at Franklin and that staff have done really, really well to keep these kids obviously in the pipeline, in the youth program, moving up to being ready, ready to play. Um, are you surprised at all now that you're on the inside about what's going on over there? Not really. Um, you know, when I was at Indian Trail, we had gotten to know the Franklin staff pretty well. I mean, we usually would meet up at clinics and, sure. and you know, spend time talking football together. And, and obviously, everyone knows they have a great youth program. I mean, you know, Jesse Miller, who's our oh. offensive coordinator, you know, when you know, he was the, uh, the head coach here, you know, back in the early 2000s. Yeah. And when he left to go run the youth program, I mean, that thing has grown phenomenally. And that, and that I think, is probably one of the biggest keys to our success these days now is you know i do a youth sports show Mm -hmm. and the reason i do it is because people kept calling me saying how does franklin do it yep i go what are you talking about they have all the money they got all these kids they got volunteers how do they do it i go why are you calling me yeah call them no we can't do that yeah i mean those kids are you know i think from third grade on up we have two teams at every level um you know we split them up evenly you know we don't we don't have like an a and a b team where we try to win games it's all about getting those kids experience and making sure that they are taught the right way and that they love football and that that way when they get to be seniors they're you know they're still around you know we like having those big senior classes that are successful hey so you coach your quarterbacks i do so i went to i used to work with uh with terrence perquette oh yeah uh miles's dad yep and uh Boy, he's, he, you got two really good sophomore quarterbacks. Jesse Miller's son's good. Yep. Yeah, Jarek is a junior. Oh, he's uh, a junior. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're both very good. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a fun preseason. <laughs> yeah, that's hard to make that decision, right? Yeah, yeah, it was tough. You know, we kind of came, uh, I think, the consensus amongst the whole staff. You know, we all met and we said, all right, you know, we think Miles is a little bit ahead at this point. Um, you know, he brings that added dimension of being able to run really right. well, you know, so that kind of – you know, and I was able to bring a lot of my background from Indian Trail. You know, we were always big. You know, we ran the QB a lot, ran a right. lot of, you know, option stuff. So we've implemented some of that, and uh, he's really, really taken off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a great kid to coach. I mean, and, and I'll, it, it's fun because it, he challenges me just as much as I can challenge him because he's so talented. And, you know, trying to find drills that I'm like, all right, you know, this is going to be too easy for Miles. Like, we can't do this, you know. Yeah. So sitting there every day trying to come up with something to challenge him and make sure that he's getting better is, is, is fun. I was getting text messages from Jeff Tricky. Okay, yeah. Um, he was in Naples um, sending me uh, a couple of uh, messages about this kid. And he said, look, this is the kid I was telling you about. And, and uh, when he got the U.S. Marine player of the game, I had to let him know that he got his athletic ability from his mama yeah. on her side. And yeah. Terrence is right there taping yep. the whole thing, obviously. Yep. Hey, um, so you've been with programs that obviously, especially at Indian Trail, you've been in the playoffs a lot. Yep. Uh, your philosophy this time of year, do you, do, if you were the head coach, would you pull back as far as time? Would you spend more time classroom, or would you do things exactly the way you guys have been doing it? Um, I think the big thing is just trying to be more efficient with our time at this point so that, you know, we're not grinding the kids too much on the field. Yeah. You know, we want to make sure that we're healthy coming into these games. And, I mean, we've had you know, we've had a couple of guys get dinged up here in the past few weeks, but I think we're, it, you know, it's looking like everybody's going to be healthy. Um, but, you know, I don't think we're necessarily going to cut back. You know, we're going to, you know, the kids lift twice a week. Um, you know, we get on the field for about 90 minutes or so twice a week. You know, our Mondays and Thursdays are about an hour on the field. So, right. so you know, we don't do, you know, we don't really ever grind them too hard. Um, it's, so it's just trying to stay efficient with our time. And you're a young guy, but even when yep. you were in high school, you guys hit a lot less than even when you guys Oh, hit, yeah, right? man. Yeah, we were, yeah. You, <laughs> oh, yeah, we were, you know, bowling the ring, all that kind of stuff yeah. back in the day. We don't do much of that anymore. None of it. We kind of have the. Uh, nutcracker? Yeah. No, right, no. None of that. You know, we got like, I, I know it's the funny uh 
Kirby Smart, the coach at Georgia, calls it the millennial Oklahoma drill, which is, you know, instead of just running at each other, you run, you know, you throw the bubble out there and let yeah. them block like that in space. You know, that's kind of the new thing now. So, Boy, I would have survived much better. Had, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, you know, sometimes forget where I park my car. So I think that's yeah. what it's, that's what it's from. Yep. So um, I was talking to the boys from, uh, um, from Aguanico and, yep. and uh, I think they're going to be the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said might the three or the four. Uh, yep. No, she didn't. Trail is going to be the other one. Uh, you guys will be the two. Yeah, right? I assume we'll be the two. You yeah. assume you'll be the two. I don't think we'll jump Muskego. I mean, they're you know defending you're conference champions. They're undefeated. I don't champs. see us jumping. No. Even with the five teams from our league, I don't think we're jumping. Now the Maguana guys think that they should be the two. That's what they're telling. Oh me yeah. Should be. No, maybe not. <laughs> they said he was at lacrosse. He doesn't know any better. But, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I'm a little upset that 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 they were able to move, you know, Kimberly and Bayport, and and uh, they they they're moving these guys, but they kept you, and they kept Muskego, and they kept McGuanico here. I, my hope was that maybe they would have moved one of you guys up, um, you know, towards that towards up where B is, which is uh, yep. you know most of the city conference teams. But you got to play who's on the schedule. Yep. And uh, you know that Muskego's right now the big dog. You guys are the big dog in your area, but Muskego mm-hmm. right now statewide. Yep. Um, did you stay up and look at this? Did you get up early and, and look at it? Um, you know, I was at uh, I was actually out at the Maguanago game last night. Oh, uh, you we were? went and went and checked that one out. Did you go and say hi to these guys? <laughs> no, no, no. We no? we stayed, made sure I stayed off so they couldn't see me. But uh, but now they know. Yeah. Sitting right here. <laughs> yep. So uh, I did not stay up too late. I think. Uh, you know, I got home around like 11:30 or so, and then okay. my my wife was actually still up, and you know, I was I kept checking my phone, and I think she got she started to get a little mad at me for checking my phone. So Amanda I did not like that. I, much. No, no, so I put it down and uh, ended up going to sleep. I woke up this morning and I had 46 text messages though that I missed. So, <laughs> so I said, okay, something happened. Yeah, some other people stayed up yeah, late. That's so. for sure. Hey, we're gonna get to break. Can I hold you over there? Yeah, I'm absolutely. Have, yep. have the coach from Guanago join us for another segment, and then you and I will close close the show. Um, this uh, this time of year, uh, you get more uh, butterflies. You get more a little bit, or is it the same for you? I know as a high school basketball coach, come playoff time, mm-hmm. it's just a different energy level. I don't I don't sleep normally well anyway. Yeah. But this time of year, um, man, a little bit more juice. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think especially the further you get in the playoffs, definitely. You know, you start getting to, you know playing those teams that you know are going to be good teams, right. and it's going to be a challenge. I think the whole week. You know, once you know who you got, you know, I can imagine, you know, if we end up playing McGuanago or Muskego, you know, it's going to be all right. You know, <laughs> some some long nights watching Ooh. film and figuring out how we're going to what we're going to do against these guys because they're yeah, good quality I, programs. If, and if I had to guess that that first uh, that first round, I think you guys would be OK. Um, yeah, I think we kind of projected our, our thought was we'd probably end up with uh, Bradford, I think, is kind of what we were thinking. You think so? I think Bradford or Case probably would be one of those be two. Nice to play somebody. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's kind of always been that way. I mean, when, even when I was at Indian Trail, I think, you know, we played Horlick several times. We played Oak Creek, Franklin. We had one year. We played. We got to play Badger and Marquette, and that was the one year that we ever played anyone outside of our own league. So Yeah. Well, hey, this is good, man. Drew, it's really nice to meet you. I look forward to having you in that last segment. He is Drew Ambrose. He's a coach at Franklin. Do you teach at Franklin? I do. What do you teach? I teach special education. Good for you. And yep. your dad's a principal? My dad's assistant principal at Cross Central High School. Excellent. Yeah, yep. wow. my brother coaches there. My brother's a football basketball coach there, too. So. And an educator? Uh, he's a, a special ed paraprofessional, yeah. Yep. You know yep. what? Your parents must be proud. Yep. Huh? They must be proud. We'll, uh, we'll get to Drew on, on uh, that 11.45 uh, segment. On the other side of the break, 
two guys from Guanago are going to get uh, get back in the chair. We're going to talk a little bit about more about uh, their their conference and a little bit more about that community that just loves high school football. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. A couple of coaches from McGuanago are with me, uh, Josh Korth and Justin Last. Before we get to these guys, I've got a couple of, uh, a couple of different brackets that have hit that I'm going to go over real quick. In the uh, Division II Division B group, uh, Brook Central got the one. Menominee Falls got the two. Homestead got the three. Brookfield East got the four. Slinger got the five. Germantown got the six. Cedarburg the seven. West Bend East the eight. I'm going to run that through again. Brook Central, Menominee Falls, Homestead, Brook East. Slinger, Germantown, Cedarburg, West Bend East. Any surprises, anybody here? No surprises there. No, um, good, nope. luck to Co- uh, good luck to Coach Nellis at Central. Coach, uh, some youth flag football with him. Yeah? Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, good guy. Good guy. Yes, he is. Wife used to work with his wife, so. That's excellent. Your wife, the girl that yeah. the you were showing me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And here we go. I got. Uh, I just got another one. Uh, head coach uh, sent it to me, and uh, let me see what uh, it's division. It's uh, division three, and it is D, so it's around here. New Berlin Eisenhower got the one. Plymouth got the two. Whitnell got the three. Greendale got the four. New Berlin West got the five. Pewaukee, Wisconsin Lutheran, and Union Grove. Let me go through that again. Again, uh, it's Division Three in the D group. It's Ike, Plymouth, Whitnell, Greendale, New Berlin West, Pewaukee, Wisco, Union Grove. Wow. I'll tell you what, Eisenhower getting the one, Plymouth getting the two. I, that, that's a really division threes around here is loaded. Yeah, it yep. is. It, it just is loaded. There's there's no doubt about it. So you guys found out you got the four. Yep, we got the four. Yep. got the four. Yep. Oak Creek at home. Oak Creek got the five. Yep. Guy next to you, the lacrosse yeah. boys got some information <laughs> for you, just so you know. He, his team did. We got our huddle accounts up already. Exchange. Yeah, man, he, yeah. you guys. I remember the day with basketball, you had to go out and take notes and bring a big camera and stuff like that. Those uh, the, those days are over. Any other coaches that uh, uh, that I've asked, if you're leaving, please uh, send me a text and get me uh, get me wor- worried who got what seed. And again, the WI has told me that I can talk all about it. I just can't put it on our website until they say it's final and official. Gotcha. So we, we won't do that uh, until uh, we find out that uh, that it's official. So now that you guys know, let's talk a little bit about your the rest of the weekend for you now, Coach. Yep. Now that you know who, who your opponent is, uh, is that all you're thinking about, or are you going to spend a couple hours breaking down film and then do whatever it is you do on weekends? Yeah, we'll, we'll probably watch our game from, from last night once again and see the things that we need to clean up. Um, and then do, do you get together – does the offensive staff go on one side, defense the other side? 
what we do is um, our defensive staff meets on Saturday nights. Okay. And they meet at 8 o'clock, and, I mean, sometimes they're not leaving school oh, 2 until 2, 2.30 in the morning, getting the game plan ready. And then offensively we come in uh, early Sunday afternoon, get our game plan together, uh, and then the kids come in at 5 o'clock, and we, we review our game from Friday with them as well, and then uh, we'll start installing the game plan for the week. And Yep. Hey, i got to ask you to be honest with me on something. Will do. <laughs> Last play of the first half against CMH. CMH. Yep. Momentum swing for sure. Well executed the, by them, and oh, it was. Did, did it just suck the air out of the out of the room there for a second? For a it second, bit. right? For a second, you know, he's. It, we always talk that, no matter how prepared you feel as a coaching staff going into a game, you know they're they're sixteen, seventeen, eighteen year old kids, and you know they got school stuff to deal with, and their parents and their girlfriends and everything else. And you just, you really never know sometimes. Right. And um, yeah, that was a huge momentum swing. It was like coach said, very well executed on their part. And got um, some more seeds there. But again, it, obviously CMH is a very talented team and uh, great call on their part. Great, great, great call. Well executed and, and we had a couple, you know, looking back like, Oh, if this guy would have done this, this guy would have done that. Um, Boy, he but, hit, that kid can run. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, when yeah. He hit that yeah. seam. He was gone. Mm-hmm. Yep, I mean, he for was sure. just gone. Hey, so let me uh, let me see what we got here. That'd be Group C there. Yeah, Group C. And it is uh, Group C. They had it at Sun Prairie. Who got the one? Memorial. Madison Memorial. Madison Memorial got the one. Uh, Madison West got the eight, so they're playing. Um I just got a text there. You just got a text from Oh, that. Yeah, that's his phone. <laughs> I got that text, Lewis. I'm, I'm not going to read it on the air. I'm just telling you. Fondy got the two arrow. I got the seven. Verona got the three. Middleton got the four. LaFollette got the five. Sun Prairie. Uh, Sun Prairie got the six. Man, so Arrow had the seven. And if it's Fondelec, that's going to be a tough putt for them. That's going to be really tough. That's I'll tell you what. Madison Memorial getting one over Final X. One that, yeah, in case oh, you boys, the, that undefeated undefeated conference, conference champ. Yeah. Yep, yep. They're gonna find out a little bit about Final X. I think if they if those two teams play, my goodness. And tell Lewis, thank you for that. Yeah, <laughs> you see that? You saw that? That's awesome. <laughs> that, uh, um, so that let's get back to that if we can. I, I've seen other teams try that. They 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 had to hit that thing, and it was perfection. I, I really thought about two minutes before that play, in my head I said, you know what, Guanago's going to beat them. They're going to beat Catholic Morrill. Um, what was halftime? You guys just said, okay, no big deal. Let's just we go back at it. Yeah, it's kind of one of those ones. you got to flush it and uh, move on to the second half. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of what if, you know, yep. they going they don't hit that play. What's what's their attitude going into halftime? Right. It just totally flipped the momentum. Totally flipped. Yep. That was a good game for us on Thursday Night Lights. Yep. It was a good game. Um, a lot of hitting going on. And uh, I, I, I'll tell you this. I gained a lot of respect for McGuanago, uh being on that sideline and, and listening and, and hearing some stuff and, and going walking over there. It was, uh, yeah, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty interesting. I, I like the way your guys, you, the way your staff coaches your boys up. And, and uh, I like the way they react, which is, you know, I've been on a lot of sidelines the last 10 years. 
and there are times that coaches are talking and kids are looking around and they're looking behind or they're trying to watch the offense or the defense. Yep. yep. Not much that goes on when you guys are coaching. Well, that's, that's one of the big things that we tell them that Coach Ginevac says all the time is, you know, if you do something, you know, we're going to jump you, but listen to what I say, not how I say it. Right. You know what I mean? And, and be coachable. That's one of the big things we tell them all the time is, is be coachable. <laughs> we're, we're correcting, not criticizing what you're doing. We're trying to correct you because right. we care about you, we love you, and, and we want you to have success and get better. Hey, they didn't have, the, uh, they didn't have the, the tape right when you got off the field. Like, for when you were playing in high school, did they have the – Oh, no, 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 no. no. I, look, we had to wait for four days when mm-hmm. I played, yep. and I could figure out excuses by that point. The, oh yeah, they guys, got they got excuses when they're coming off the field, and then all right, let's see the iPad and see the you're I, wrong. Yeah, hold yep. on. No, you said you didn't yep. go to the outside. I didn't coach really. Really, because yeah, what it I, looks like right I'm here. Sorry, I like, sky don't lie. Oh my, I, I would have been horrible. <laughs> that would have really been not good for me at at all. But it is nice if I can jump in yes, real quick please. that that the WI does let us use technology yeah. on the sidelines. I mean, it's such a huge part of of the kids' lives in the game and, and what we're doing now. So to be able to have that on the sidelines and, and look at that and, and go over things and have it corrected, that's – so kudos to them for, for allowing us to do that. Hey, I had, uh, I had asked Drew from uh, Franklin the same question. This time of year, juices get flowing a little bit more, a little bit harder to focus at work kind of stuff? Yeah, because um, now it's do or die. You yeah. know, I mean, and you put everything that you have into it, and there's a lot of uh, sleepless nights that go into it and everything, but – after, you know, if, if things fall the right way after, what is it, November 22nd or whatever, yeah. the, the state championship, you know, you can get catch up on your sleep and, and do all that stuff yeah. then. But yeah. until then, and the big thing is you owe it to the, to the kids because yeah. they only get, you know, so many chances to do this. And we talked before about what a huge impact it had on our lives growing up, you know, being in athletics. And, and you owe that to the kids to give them everything that you got and, and do that. Same question, a little bit, uh, a little bit different, a little more juice this time. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Ever since August, uh, Huddle Tab's been open on my computer. So during the school day, get in as much film as you can. And like uh, Coach Last said, it's just uh, you want to put all in for the kids to put them in the best position to be successful. Do you guys work in the building? I I'm work at, at the high school. Yes. I'm at the middle school. You are. Yeah. What do you do there? Fayette. Excellent. How about you? Fayette as well. Yep. Man, look at man, you guys hang out in lacrosse. Yeah. You're we- going to. Man. We are, we Harvard are of the Midwest. Yeah, we are uh, probably best friends, yeah. huh? Yeah. yeah. So we call we we golf together. He finally consistently let me beat him this summer for the first time. So I keep yeah. coming back. So he's got somebody to golf with. So I very appreciate kind, that. It's very kind of you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's very kind of him to be single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I can use him to get out of the house. To get out of a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know she's still Sorry, sorry Shannon, right? if you're yes, listening. She yeah. she Shannon can... Justin needs a friend to go golfing with. <laughs> we uh, can, we she go loves him way, too. We go all the way to Slinger. You understand that your wife is listening right now, right? Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. Right? Guys, this has been really fun. I thank you so much for, for coming over and uh, heading over to State Fair and, and, and talking a little McGuanago football, but then talking about this whole, you know, just being a part of a really good staff and a good community and, and figuring this thing out the way you guys are doing it. I love the fact that you guys have stayed through all these other coaches. I think that says a lot about who you guys are yep. and the fact that they're willing – you know, new guys want to bring in their own yeah. guys. Yep. And for them to say, hey, and you guys, you have to make an adjustment, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. We've learned a lot, I think, from each coach that we've worked under. Mm-hmm. They're and all different in their own ways. In and their own ways. and 
yeah, it, do a good job of convincing you that their way is the better way. <laughs> yeah, different on the sidelines, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm for sure. Lot, yeah, Andrew's a little different than Iverson. Yeah. I'll tell you that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, huh? Just a little bit. Yeah. Just, yeah. just and, a little bit. Yep. And, and and Mike is as well. You know, they they yeah. these guys. Mike's you know, really good at uh, just when, when things are going bad. He doesn't. I don't see him really jumping the kids. Like he, he's really good at just. We got to move on. We uh, we can't dwell on it. Uh, we got to move on and be better. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. It's, it's funny because I, I think that that Clay, he got kids at a fever pitch, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> at a fever pitch, and I, I, I love him. I do. I like Clay a lot. I don't know how, it, with that kind of emotional time, I don't know if, if you're long for each. You know, I think that that wears out a little bit. I do. And he's a really good football coach. Yeah, really good football Boy, coach. He goes yep. nuts, great, man. great, great motivator, like you yeah. said, and everything. And yeah, it's. After I interview him, I'd like, I want to go run a mile. Yep. I would stop that, you know? Yeah, yeah his. Uh, that. My, uh, two of my kids are, are uh, like best friends with his kids. And actually, his youngest slipped over on our couch last night. Really? Yeah. Man, well, you tell him that I said hello. Um, I got to get him on now. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Get him on. Absolutely. I have a guy way out western Wisconsin to come on? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if he will, but, you know, it, 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 was, it, it wasn't so hard when he was at McGuanagall. No. He, you know what? He, uh, he really enjoyed McGuanagall yeah. a lot. And he we, did, he we enjoyed lot. having him. He did a lot yeah, of good things for, for us, for sure. Uh, we got uh, turf, I, I know we got to let uh, Coach get back in here yeah. in our times, but Coach and I did just want to give a, a shout-out to one of our, uh, one of our players. Um, he's been – battling an illness pretty much since what the summer, summer yeah going through contact days and uh just trouble keeping on weight and and uh, some stomach issues we thought and went through a bunch of tests and uh they thought he just had some sort of virus that they were trying to get under control with medication and we found out uh last week was it yeah. thursday or some kids friday morning he went in for an mri and uh had a brain tumor oh boy yeah. so just last week um he went in to have it Tuesday. Uh, surgery Tuesday, yeah, to get to get it removed and everything. So, uh, Gav, if you're listening, buddy, uh, stay strong. What, get what better, is, bud. What is his name? Gavin, Gavin Nelson. Nelson. Gavin, 65. we are, uh, we are pr- we're praying for you. You know, if, if there's Great anything, kid. Would Great you, family. You Fantastic kid. If there's anything he needs from me, I don't, I don't know what he'd ever need from me, but if he's a sports guy and he needs something from Leroy Butler or something like that, would you let me know? For I sure. Would, uh, whatever that kid would need, I, I would certainly help. Yeah, he's, he's battling right now. He, he's battling, and, yeah. and he's doing doing well, but uh, he's got a, a long fight ahead of him, and, and our kids have totally embraced that. And, you know, obviously last night was a very emotional uh, game to go through, but, you know, at the end they're, they're all like, hey, we got a brother who's yeah. who's who's struggling right now, and, and they see the big picture, you know, and, and that's awesome. That's the kind of kids that we have, so. You know, we uh, we take this sports pretty seriously, and, and then yep. we realize it's it's, it's mm-hmm. game stuff. It's a game, know? man. I appreciate you you saying that for Gavin. Yeah. You let me know if there's anything you need, boys. It's good to meet you. You too. Thanks, Thanks for having us on. Thank yeah, you. Anytime, guys. Make sure your wife stays happy. All right. Make <laughs> sure do. you do that. Thank we'll get you. to a break. Other side of the break. Uh, Drew Ambrose is going to come back. We'll close this show up. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaching Show, presented. By our local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
We are live at State Fair Park for the Nary Milwaukee Home and Remodeling Show. Right across from Champion Sunrooms, go see Jennifer over there. She's a big-time high school football fan, and even more than her, her husband. And so you go talk uh, sunrooms and home exterior with her, and uh, you tell her that uh, I said that was a good idea. We are now joined uh, back by Drew Ambrose. He is the quarterback's coach at Franklin. Uh, Franklin just, uh, let's take a look here. Muskego got the one. They will play against Milwaukee Pulaski. Oak Creek got the five. McGuanago did get the four. Mm -hmm. So it will be Oak Creek and McGuanago. Then Kenosha Indian Trail Racine Case. And Kenosha Bradford and Franklin. Yep. So that lower half is just like a tournament for you. Yeah, basically our conference tournament down there, yep. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And, and look, I don't know how you guys are feeling, but if I'm Franklin, this is how I'd want it. You know, I, I wouldn't mind having Guanago and Muskego hammer each other out. <laughs> yeah, we're probably bit. better off having them beat each other up, but if, if, I, I guess, if they both win their first round. Yeah. Look, I, you know, Indian Trail you know about. Yep. Um, they've had a really good year. Yeah. And, and you wouldn't mind playing against them because you coached there for yeah. a while. I, I haven't seen Bradford play. Um, you got to play well. At this time of year, everybody's pretty good. So yeah, I mean, they well. – they, uh I was honestly was a little surprised by the result of their game last night. I thought that, you know, they played Racine Park. I, I thought uh, that would be a tough, close game right there. Um, hey, I got uh, – I'm sorry. One yep, more. Go ahead, yeah. Waterford got the one. Wilmot got the two. Waukesha West got the three. Burlington the four. Badger the five. Kettle Moraine, Milwaukee Ragged, South Milwaukee. Let me run through that again. Waterford got the one. Wilmot got the two. Waukesha West the three. Then Burlington the four. Lake Geneva Badger the five. Kettle Moraine, Milwaukee, Reagan, and South Milwaukee. So Waterford will play South Milwaukee, Wilmot, Reagan, Waukesha West, and Kettle Moraine, Burlington, and Badger. But that's, you know, again, in yep. conference, if they would have switched a little bit. But uh, that's all right. I'll tell you what, fun time of year. Coach, it's really good to meet you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, young guy doing good stuff. Yeah, yeah thank you very much absolutely. for stopping no by. Absolutely, no problem, I'm sure I'll see you on the sidelines <laughs> soon. Hopefully, yeah. For, yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks a lot for listening. Again, I'm out at State Fair Park for the uh, – it's the uh, Nary Milwaukee Home Remodeling Show. I'm going to be getting out of here, but the show's going to go on until uh, 8 o'clock tonight, 10 to 5 tomorrow. Stop by. Some really good things to look at. Thanks for listening. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, as always presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 